This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What do you do when it seems like everybody else is getting their dreams and you're not? Heather Thompson Day's book, It's Not Your Turn, may be just the right thing for you. Stay tuned until the end of the episode to find out more. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Psalm chapter 96, beginning at verse 1. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Praise His name. Announce every day how He delivers. Tell the nations about His splendor. Tell all the nations about His amazing deeds. For the Lord is great and certainly worthy of praise. He is more awesome than all gods. For all the gods of the nations are worthless, but the Lord made the sky. Majestic splendor emanates from him. His sanctuary is firmly established and beautiful. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the nations. Ascribe to the Lord splendor and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the splendor he deserves. Bring an offering and enter his courts. Worship the Lord in holy attire. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The world is established. It cannot be moved. He judges the nations fairly. Let the sky rejoice and the earth be happy. Let the sea and everything in it shout. Let the fields and everything in them celebrate. Then let the trees of the forest shout with joy before the Lord, for he comes. For he comes to judge the earth. He judges the world fairly and the nations in accordance with his justice. Psalm chapter 98, a psalm. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he performs amazing deeds. His right hand and his mighty arm accomplish deliverance. The Lord demonstrates his power to deliver. In the sight of the nations, he reveals his justice. He remains loyal and faithful to the family of Israel. All the ends of the earth see our God deliver us. Shout out praises to the Lord, all the earth. Break out in a joyful shout and sing. Sing to the Lord accompanied by a harp, accompanied by a harp and the sound of music. With trumpets and the blaring of the ram's horn, shout out praises before the King, the Lord. Let the sea and everything in it shout, along with the world and those who live in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains sing in unison before the Lord. For he comes to judge the earth. He judges the world fairly. 
and the nations in a just manner. Ezekiel chapter 33, verses 21 through Ezekiel chapter 34. Ezekiel chapter 33, beginning at verse 21, the fall of Jerusalem. In the twelfth year of our exile, in the tenth month, on the fifth of the month, a refugee came to me from Jerusalem, saying, The city has been defeated. Now the hand of the Lord had been on me the evening before the refugee reached me, but the Lord opened my mouth by the time the refugee arrived in the morning. He opened my mouth, and I was able to speak once more. The Lord's message came to me, Son of man, the ones living in these ruins in the land of Israel are saying, Abraham was only one man, yet he possessed the land. But we are many. Surely the land has been given to us for a possession. Therefore say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, You eat the meat with the blood still in it. Pray to your idols and shed blood. Do you really think you will possess the land? You rely on your swords and commit abominable deeds. Each of you defiles his neighbor's wife. Will you possess the land? This is what you must say to them. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. As surely as I live, those living in the ruins will die by the sword. Those in the open field I will give to the wild beasts for food. And those who are in the strongholds and caves will die of disease. I will turn the land into a desolate ruin. Her confident pride will come to an end. The mountains of Israel will be so desolate no one will pass through them. Then they will know that I am the Lord when I turn the land into a desolate ruin because of all the abominable deeds they have committed. But as for you, son of man, your people who are talking about you by the walls and at the doors of the houses, say to one another, come, hear the word that comes from the Lord. They come to you in crowds and they sit in front of you as my people. They hear your words, but do not obey them. For they talk lustfully, and their heart is set on their own advantage. Realize that to them, you are like a sensual song, a beautiful voice, and skilled musician. They hear your words, but they do not obey them. When all this comes true, and it certainly will, then they will know that a prophet was among them. Ezekiel chapter 34, a prophecy against false shepherds. The Lord's message came to me, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, To the shepherds, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Woe to the shepherds of Israel who have been feeding themselves. Should not shepherds feed the flock? You eat the fat. You clothe yourselves with the wool. You slaughter the choice animals, but you do not feed the sheep. You have not strengthened the weak, healed the sick, bandaged the injured, brought back the strays, or sought the lost. But with force and harshness you have ruled over them. They were scattered because they had no shepherd and they became food for every wild beast. My sheep wandered over all the mountains and on every high hill. My sheep were scattered over the entire face of the earth with no one looking or searching for them. Therefore, you shepherds, listen to the Lord's message. As surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, my sheep have become prey and have become food for all the wild beasts. There was no shepherd, and my shepherds did not search for my flock, but fed themselves and did not feed my sheep. Therefore, you shepherds, listen to the Lord's message. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Look, I am against the shepherds, and I will demand my sheep from their hand. I will no longer let them be shepherds. The shepherds will not feed themselves anymore. I will rescue my sheep from their mouths so that they will no longer be food for them. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Look, I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock when he is among his scattered sheep, so I will seek out my flock. I will rescue them from all the places where they have been scattered on a cloudy, dark day. 
I will bring them out from among the peoples and gather them from foreign countries. I will bring them to their own land. I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, by the streams and all the inhabited places of the land. In a good pasture, I will feed them. The mountain heights of Israel will be their pasture. There they will lie down in a lush pasture, and they will feed on rich grass on the mountains of Israel. I myself will feed my sheep, and I myself will make them lie down, declares the sovereign Lord. I will seek the lost and bring back the strays. I will banish the injured and strengthen the sick. But the fat and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them with judgment. As for you, my sheep, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I'm about to judge between one sheep and another, between rams and goats. Is it not enough for you to feed on a good pasture that you must trample the rest of your pastures with your feet? When you drink clean water, Must you muddy the rest of the water by trampling it with your feet? As for my sheep, they must eat what you trampled with your feet and drink what you have muddied with your feet. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says to them. Look, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep. Because you push with your side and your shoulder and thrust your horns at all the weak sheep until you scatter them abroad, I will save my sheep. They will no longer be prey. I will judge between one sheep and another. I will set one shepherd over them and he will feed them, namely my servant David. He will feed them and will be their shepherd. I, the Lord, will be their God and my servant David will be prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will make a covenant of peace with them and will rid the land of wild beasts so that they can live securely in the wilderness and even sleep in the woods. I will turn them in the regions around my hill into a blessing. I will make showers come down in their season. They will be showers that bring blessing. The trees of the field will yield their fruit and the earth will yield its crops. They will live securely on their land. They will know that I am the Lord. When I break the bars of their yoke and rescue them from the hand of those who enslaved them, they will no longer be prey for the nations and the wild beasts will not devour them. They will live securely and no one will make them afraid. I will prepare for them a healthy planting. They will no longer be victims of famine in the land and will no longer bear the insults of the nations. Then they will know that I, the Lord their God, am with them and that they are my people, the house of Israel, declares the sovereign Lord. And you, my sheep, the sheep of my pasture, are my people and I am your God, declares the sovereign Lord. Acts chapter 17, verses 16 through 34. Paul at Athens. While Paul was waiting for them in Athens, his spirit was greatly upset because he saw the city was full of idols. So he was addressing the Jews and the God-fearing Gentiles in the synagogue and in the marketplace every day, those who happened to be there. Also, some of the Epicurean and Stoic philosophers were conversing with him, and some were asking, what does this foolish babbler want to say? Others said, He seems to be a proclaimer of foreign gods. They said this because he was proclaiming the good news about Jesus and the resurrection. So they took Paul and brought him to the Areopagus saying, May we know what this new teaching is that you are proclaiming? For you are bringing some surprising things to our ears. So we want to know what they mean. All the Athenians and the foreigners who lived there used to spend their time in nothing else than telling or listening to something new. So Paul stood before the Areopagus and said, Men of Athens, I see that you are very religious in all respects. For as I went around and observed closely your objects of worship, I even found an altar with this inscription, to an unknown God. Therefore, what you worship without knowing it, this I proclaim to you, the God who made the world and everything in it, who is Lord of heaven and earth, 
does not live in temples made by human hands, nor is he served by human hands as if he needed anything, because he himself gives life and breath and everything to everyone. From one man, he made every nation of the human race to inhabit the entire earth, determining their set times and the fixed limits of the places where they would live, so that they would search for God and perhaps grope around for him and find him, though he is not far from each of us. For in him, we live and move about and exist, as even some of your own poets have said, for we too are his offspring. So since we are God's offspring, we should not think the deity is like gold or silver or stone, an image made by human skill and imagination. Therefore, although God has overlooked such times of ignorance, he now commands all people everywhere to repent because he has set a day on which he is going to judge the world in righteousness by a man whom he designated, having provided proof to everyone by raising him from the dead. Now, when they heard about the resurrection from the dead, some began to scoff, but others said, we will hear you again about this. So Paul left the Areopagus, but some people joined him and believed. Among them were Dionysius, who was a member of the Areopagus, a woman named Damaris, and others with them. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 11, Christ's Resurrection. Now I want to make clear for you, brothers and sisters, the gospel that I preached to you, that you received, and on which you stand, and by which you are being saved, if you hold firmly to the message I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I passed on to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as though to one born at the wrong time, he appeared to me also. For I am the least of the apostles, unworthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace to me has not been in vain. In fact, I worked harder than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God with me. Whether then it was I or they, this is the way we preach, and this is the way you believed. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. God of glory, the most high God, I thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the Psalms, oh God, that orient our heart and our mind toward worship, toward praise, toward glory, to glorifying your holy and magnificent and majestic name. I thank you so much that the Psalms give us words, that the Psalms, even as we begin to read it, will begin to lift up our spirits, will begin to conjure within us a memory about what you've done, an understanding of what you're doing now and what you will do to deliver your people, to care for your people, to shepherd your people. Thank you, God, for your word. I thank you, oh God, that your word, it is living and active, oh God, that this is not a dead text. It's not a dead book. We're not just reading some regular, degular book, but this Bible that you've given us, it contains the words of life. And I thank you that it does as we read it. As we read those psalms and we hear the praise and we see, we can't help but to lift up our hands. We can't help but to look up, oh God, that the Spirit lifts up our countenance. 
and grants us peace. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the power of your written word. God, and I thank you for this Ezekiel passage, oh God. I thank you that you are our shepherd. And I thank you, oh God, that you, you stand in the gap for the sheep. You protect the flock and that you will call to account and will bring judgment against every false shepherd, false teacher, false prophet that was looking out and putting prophets above people. Till this very day, we see that happening right now in our culture. And we know that the pandemic has scattered your sheep. Many have yet to return to the church. Many are looking for a church. Many are still online. So many have been scattered. And then when they see the cruelty coming from the pulpit, the viral clips that show supposed shepherds, quote unquote, treating the flock poorly, treating the flock harshly, using the flock to fatten their own pockets. Oh God, I pray. Firstly, I pray for repentance for those false shepherds, false teachers, false prophets, that you would grant them repentance, oh God, that you would convict them by the power of the Holy Spirit, that you would help them to turn from their wicked ways and repent, oh God. But if they don't repent, God, we pray, oh God, that you, oh Lord, would indeed bring your judgment against them and protect and gather the sheep just as you promised to do there in Ezekiel 34. And I thank you, God, that you are the great shepherd. Thank you, oh God, that we don't need to worry. We don't have to keep our head on a swivel with you because you are our shepherd. Thank you for Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace, our great King, who is interceding for us right now as our great high priest. Thank you, God, for your word. Thank you, oh God, for the resurrection of Jesus Christ and that because we believe on him, we have eternal life. And I thank you, oh God, for the wisdom, the discernment, that Paul displayed at the Areopagus when he was talking to the philosophers and the people and and being able to speak in a manner that they can understand, in a way where they could receive or, or, or be more curious about the gospel. And I thank you for those who came to faith. And would you help us, oh God, to employ wisdom and discernment on the ways that we ought to preach the gospel to unbelievers, oh God, so that they can also see the light of the gospel and come to faith in Jesus Christ. I pray all of this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Has your Instagram feed made you feel like everyone else is more successful, more fulfilled, and happier than you? If so, you're not alone in wondering when your turn will come. In her book, It's Not Your Turn, Heather Thompson Day unpacks instant gratification and peer comparison in a social media world. She shares how we can learn to walk slowly and trust God to do his work in us, being more present in our relationships rather than striving for premature image-based success. Here's what to do while you're waiting for your breakthrough so that you can be ready when it's your turn. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, the word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at IVPress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, 
If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Let's go, let